my best self looks like um, in the words of Lil Duval. Um, I'm living my best life. I ain't going back and forth with you. I think that's, that's my best self though. Like, you know, really been 100% true to who I am. As long as I'm true to who I am, like I don't got to answer to nobody but God. So that's what it is. It is important to exhale because exhaling is where your release lies. If you do not exhale, you do not release anything. Think of it as when you take a deep breath. You inhale and you exhale because they work together in the process of the entire situation. If you do not exhale, you're withholding what you're inhaling. Creativity is my superpower because I create clothing with it and it makes women feel empowered and they feel good when they look at themselves. And I feel like that is my purpose because that's something that I can control and I can create that experience for women. Time to exhale means being able to release your best self. It means tapping into that side of you that normally you would keep bottled in. I think for a lot of us, we keep ourselves sheltered. We keep ourselves in a box because either we're afraid of who we could be or afraid of what others might think. Hey y'all, welcome to the Time to Exhale podcast. I'm Kayla Johnson, your host and the CEO and founder of Time to Exhale Network. Per usual, I'm excited about the cast that we have with us today. But before we go into our conversation, I'd like to thank our studio audience for joining us today for the Time to Exhale Network's continuation of the conversation of millennials versus marriage. Today I have with me male influencers of the Time to Exhale Network that would like to introduce themselves, starting from Jamed and working themselves back this way. How you doing? Uh, my name is Jamea Jones. Uh, I'm the CEO of He's Handsome Brand. Uh, good afternoon. My name is Myron Sanders, uh, business analyst, a young entrepreneur. Um, hello, I'm Darian Edwards. Um, I'm 25. I'm a current 9 to 5 -er, 25 years old, <laughs> trying to figure it out, like all of us are, you know? But. Yeah, I like that, I like that. Oh yeah, we got to. All right guys, so if you don't mind, can you tell me what is your relationship status currently? Um, single, 100% single, for sure. Uh, engaged, uh, looking to get married next summer. Yeah. Uh, married, 100% married. <laughs> <laughs> Black men don't cheat. Yeah. Uh, Black men don't cheat. Actually, we, we eight, eight years strong, you know. Wow, so, that's a blessing. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. So, Jamet, the first question is for you. Wow, okay. What does it take to make your relationship last? What have you learned this far that's um, helped you? To make it last, mm -hmm. um, you know, relationships take sacrifice, right. you know, uh, patience, mm -hmm. um, and just kind of a, a renewing of getting to know each other, mm -hmm. you know, because one thing I've learned in marriage that, you know, people kind of change yeah. you know you have to um, kind of maneuver with the, the evolution right. of people right um, so you know one thing is just you know kind of being like say patient in regards to those type of things you know and you know always doing keeping keeping it fresh mm -hmm. you know uh, some aspects of it you know but and then also uh, the number one thing is you know keeping God first right you know Amen. praying Amen. together and you know establishing him as the source of it Right. You know. So. so at what age did you get married? Uh, I got married at, what age did I get married? <laughs> 28. Yeah, 28, 28. 
So that's considered fairly young, I would think, right? Yeah. 28. Mm -hmm. What made you take that choice, or make that step, rather, at that age? Uh, I mean, to me, it's not really the age. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, are you prepared for it, you mm -hmm. know? Um, something mentally uh, and spiritually, mm -hmm. you know? I had to, you know, pray and, you know, see God on, was this the right step for me? Right. And, you know, once I got the confirmation from him, then it was time. You know, I know sometimes as men, we kind of, we shy away from marriage. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, it, yeah, yeah, right. it's, it's one of those things, like, not just for the fact that, you know, you you still want to, you know, mm -hmm. be a man, mm -hmm. play around, mm -hmm. but just, you know, for a man, you want to do so much more. You want to provide, right. you know, right. effectively. Right. You want to be the best father you can be. You know, you just want to be prepared for what all comes with that. And sometimes those things are, you know, they kind of wait on you like, man, I ain't ready for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. next thing you know, you 10 years later, 38 or 40, mm -hmm. and still kind of, you know, like, ah, I don't know if Trying I'm ready. Trying to decide. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But, you know, life ain't, it's not always about, um, um, not, not to say preparation, but, you know, sometimes it's a mystery. Right, You know, right. and, you know, like I say, when you're praying, you know, you, you kind of let God handle, you know, the things that, you feel like are missing, right? You know, and he put it in place, but you know that's what it took, right? Yeah. So yeah. I appreciate that answer. Yeah. I recently heard um, that marriage, in the men's perspective, is the end, whereas for women, it's the beginning of their life. Mm. So, Myron, question for you. <laughs> you knew it was coming your way. <laughs> so, question for you. Right. When did you know that you were ready to make that step to basically end that chapter uh. of your life? Well, the funny thing is, uh, when I first met my fiance, I knew she was the one. And I know mm -hmm. that kind of sounds cliche. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like a Disney movie. Right. Right. <laughs> but nah, it was uh, it was really something special. Mm -hmm. uh, we had dope conversation, dope vibes, and I know like I wasn't ready mentally. Mm -hmm. So, and then I was going to TSU. Right. At the same time, so I had to get a lot of childish out of me because mm. I didn't want that to slip away and um, right. basically I was like you know she's worth it right you know what I mean I yeah. love that I love that so much. I think a good point though <laughs> I feel like yeah. as a man when you know when you know she's the one you know she's the one right. right and a lot of the times it'll be kind of hard to get the people around you to understand that right <laughs> as a man when you know you completely know so D you being single Darian Mm -hmm. You being single. Right. <laughs> My apologies. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. What have you had to overcome or what mental challenges have you had to endure and face so that you know that you're ready for the relationship once it comes your way? Well, I would say failures. Mm. <laughs> a lot of failed relationships. I mean, but a lot of good relationships mm -hmm. also. But another way to look at it is I'm not the type of person who's been in a relationship and had to deal with people to have like a toxic end or you know we can't mm -hmm. speak or mm -hmm. it can't be anything of even close to a friendship so right. I just think it's very important when you're in a relationship or getting out of a relationship to understand that the person that you're dealing with should be someone you should understand that even if this relationship was to come to an end we could still have a, a, a pretty good friendship right. I'm not gonna say we can be best friends because right. you know that can kind of make it difficult if you go into another relationship right. but just even being friends mm -hmm. to understand that before we get into this situation it's not going to be anything to us where we're going to feel like that we never have to talk again right. so 
And understanding that if you go into a relationship with that mindset, then it makes it fairly easy. So I wouldn't say I face too many problems. I have faced problems, but with the mind state of I'm going to walk into somebody's life to make sure that the time that I'm here with them, mm -hmm. make sure that it's valuable, make sure that they don't feel like it was time wasted, and to just make sure that it was something positive that they can take from it. So, right. so something interesting that you said basically was that the foundation needs to be solid. Right, right. Right. So what are three toxic traits, and this is open to anyone, that you've experienced in your dating season? Three toxic traits, and it doesn't have to be from the same woman. What have you experienced that has been toxic toxic in the relationships that you've had before? Selfishness. Mm, that's a big one, huh? Right. So I would assume in marriage you have to become very selfless. And so if that's a problem, being selfish, I think that that's definitely something toxic that men and women possess in a relationship. Do you agree? Yeah, definitely. And so for men, don't you guys feel like you have to take on this leadership role? And sometimes you feel like you have to take things on all by yourself, right? So mm -hmm. how does that dynamic kind of um, change, you think, once you go into a relationship? Um, I would say the thing it will come down to would be is pride. Mm. If you have too much pride, it's no way that you'll be able to work through any type of situation. Right. There's never going to be balance. Right. Somebody's always going to feel like they're getting the lesser of the rationale, basically. Mm. But I just think it's pride. If you right. let someone know that I'm coming to this and I'm going to put my pride aside, mm -hmm. I'm not going to be prideful about anything that comes in between us mm -hmm. as far as um, what we want to do. We can be something simple. Say what we want to do, what we want to eat. Right. It's about compromise. It's, it's definitely about compromise. It's always an issue when it comes to eating uh, with women, it's right? It's the biggest issue. It's the biggest issue. I'll never push <laughs> up. I don't know. I don't want to eat with No, no way. But yeah. yeah, pride can definitely be a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. And I would also say that's probably the most toxic trait also. But right. that's also something that dates back even before our generation. So right. I just think it's also something that we have to take into mind that we have to kind of break that mold. Mm -hmm. Because I know even as black people, we've always been taught to make sure you hold your pride, right. make sure you stay prideful, you keep your head high, never let people take advantage of you and things like that. But mm -hmm. we have to throw that aside when we're going into a relationship because right. it's never so much about me, it's about two people now. And if you can't understand that, then it's just going to be a deal breaker. So selfishness and pride is one of them. What's another? Miscommunication. Okay. Okay. Miscommunication. That's definitely a barrier between men, men and women, I would assume, or experience as well. What about yeah. you, Myron? Yeah, you had something to say. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Communication. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely can piggyback off of that, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, miscommunication definitely in this generation mm -hmm. you know things can definitely be misconstrued from just simple actions mm -hmm. that you may seem like it's okay but you may be still having those same you know morals based on single life mm -hmm. you feel me so as you proceed to move forward into a relationship it's a lot of things that you have to drop off before you proceed to move forward right. because if you're not communicating who you are and what you bring in right. you know what I'm saying uh, things can definitely take a turn for the worse. Right. That's what things I see. My experience I've had in the past right. didn't work. So, <laughs> <laughs> so communication and social media. I think a lot of things get misconstrued with social media. So do any of you have any experience with that? Where, whatever that may be, social media. Because it's a big topic, truly, when it comes to relationships. Right? <laughs> when it comes to social media and relationships, do you think that the, there's a miscommunication on both ends when it comes to the expectation of how you run your social media? Mm. I mean, I definitely, yeah, social media is, mm -hmm. I mean, 
it's 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 like it's another it's a world in itself. Right. You know, so the fact that, you know, when you're in a relationship, you know, kinda like, you know, he was saying that there's certain things that you might have done in your social media, you know, just as you, you right. know. But now you're in a relationship, there's things that, you know, you have to kinda be a little more careful with doing, you know, because you know, you, you never answer to another individual, but now y'all are one, so right. some things may, you know, be more of a little sensitive um, situation, right. you know, rather than what is before. So that goes to, you know, following and commenting and liking and things of that nature. Those <laughs> things kind of have to be thought about, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So and it's a certain social media <laughs> etiquette you would say There's that there an is. etiquette that has mm -hmm. to be, you know, placed, you right. know, and some things you do, like I say, unknowingly because it's just how you've been doing it, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. But like I say, when somebody taps your shoulder and lets you know what's, what's, what's this, right, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To you, it's probably nothing, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But it, for, for that person, it, it is something, right. you know, so yeah. those are things. But just to add to that, I also mm -hmm. think it's important for We'll say for the woman mm -hmm. in a situation, say a man is commenting or liking pictures and things like that. Mm -hmm. I think it's very important to communicate those things, not necessarily say, okay, I'm gonna start an argument about it, mm -hmm. but it's definitely important to let it be known mm -hmm. that, hey, this is a problem. I've let you know it's a problem, mm -hmm. so and then you take it from there. But just letting it go in the wind and being like, okay, I've seen this and oh, okay, he's still doing it. He hasn't changed anything. It's, it's very important to let us know because I will say as a man, especially single, it's easy to like a bunch of pictures. Right. Mm -hmm. It's easy to leave a lot of comments. Right. So, I mean, you, you can get stuck in your ways. You right. can definitely get stuck in your ways, but yeah. it's, just, it's very important to communicate those things. And mm -hmm. depending mm -hmm. on who you're dealing with, you know they'll stop it. Right, uh, right, yeah, right. It's, it's people watching everywhere. Right, and you guys aren't mind readers. I think that's the biggest thing between mm -hmm. men and women. When I it know. comes to the communication, social media, and expectations, is that I'm not a mind reader thing. So do you feel like women have too high expectations for men just across the board? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that for like just social media? Just period across oh, the board, just generally. Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. Just In think about all the Disney movies. Like <laughs> Cinderella, I mean like Cinderella, yeah. Pocahontas, they right. always had this like man that come in, save the day, mm -hmm. and just sweep them off their feet. Right. Everything, like you got the big wedding, you have the big parties, mm -hmm. you got the big house. You have everything, TV, so, you know, all that plays an aspect mm. into, you know, the stuff that's pumped into our mentality, mm. you know what I mean? So, mm. I mean, the best thing to combat that is to understand that you're a team, mm. you know what I'm saying? You, you're going to get as far as you get together, you know what I mean? The stronger that connection is, I feel like the farther you can get at life. Right. And then right. I think also, you know, just society, you know, like, we have a lot of women empowerment, which is good, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it also you know, kind of pushes for women. Oh, you know, girl, you know, get you a, you know, a boss or get you this and that. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And those things can be kind of misconstrued because mm -hmm. you might have a boss, not yet though. You know what right. I'm saying? He might be somebody, you know, working his way up to that right. point. You know, so sometimes just society alone, you know, kind of pushes those, those narratives out there, you know, to, hey, this is what you deserve. And mm -hmm. there are, you know, levels to that. There's aspects to that, what you deserve, but <clears throat> everything doesn't come, you know, flowers don't, just don't pop up like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to plant seeds right. in order for that to grow. So, I think, you know, sometimes people want it already wrapped. Right. <laughs> and right. It's, it's, it's not how it is. Right. You know? yeah. I definitely agree. Yeah. I definitely agree. So, my next question is, and I'm going to take it from the list. Does your friend group influence your relationship? 
Uh, no. 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 Okay. No, no way. I don't know. No, Interesting. No. <laughs> I was not expecting that response. I can. I thought it would be completely different. I believe sometimes. Okay, let me not say always. Let me say sometimes. So, okay. Let me okay. You are talking to influence. Right. You're right. Positive influences. You're right. You're right. You're right. I like that. When you say influences, what what exactly do you mean, like? So okay. So not necessarily like peer pressuring you. Okay. But being around them and their ways being toxic. Whether you recognize it or not, you have a single friend. You're, you're, you have a fiance. Excuse me. Oh, okay. And this person is kind of wild. They out there. They doing their thing. And you're with them. You out at a spot or whatever. <laughs> and now you in a situation where you have things going on that you necessarily are not a part of, but what may appear to be a different situation. Does that make sense? Yeah. When you put it like that, I mean. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. say for the minority. <laughs> right. I would say for the minority, it's not. <laughs> right. But for the majority of men, I would yeah. I would say yes. Yeah. I would say yes. Just mm. because a lot of friends, they're afraid to be open. Mm. They're afraid to be emotional. Mm. Let people know how they're feeling. Let people know how they're feeling about a certain girl. And right. It's just, uh, if you're comfortable around your friends and y'all built that type of relationship to mm. where you're not afraid to talk to them about anything, then mm. you don't feel the pressure. But if it's a situation where most friends, most dudes, okay. Outside of me. Explain it. Just uh, the, <laughs> the basic single man, you know, they're trying to get as many girls as they can. Right. Because if they don't have as much to build their relationship on with their friends, mm -hmm. it's going to be prefaced around getting girls. Right. And, oh, well, who gets the most girls? Who right. gets the prettiest girls? So right. in that situation, yes, it's definitely a lot of peer pressure. But mm -hmm. I mean, there are certain situations where that can turn into something good also because mm -hmm. just say you felt that challenge from your friends to try to get the girl that you never thought you could try to get, right. you ended up getting her, and then next thing you know, y'all are all good, and that can become your new best friend. Right. So, right. I mean, it's a it's a win-lose situation right. as far as that when you're feeling the peer pressure, but it can turn into something good also. But mm -hmm. it's it's a lot of peer it's pressure. It's situational. It's situational. Okay. It's situational Got you. for sure. Got you. So my next question to you gentlemen are, what are your personal values when you are either looking in the person that your person, your significant other is becoming or the person that they already are being introduced to them when you're single, starting to date? What values are important to you? Um, I know for me, um, there were core values that yeah. I had to have. You know, like I said, in marriage, people kind of do change a little bit, right. you know, but I said one thing, if as long as the core values stay the same, mm. then we can make it through that, you know. Mm. Uh, for me, one of the core values is, you know, Christianity. Mm. You know, I needed somebody who had the same spiritual, you know, relationship that I had. Mm. Um, secondly was um, family, like the family aspect, mm. you know. I wanted to have kids. I wanted to make sure that they wanted to have kids. Mm. Um, did they have a, a tight relationship with their family, their mom, dad, and right. outsiders and things of that nature, and that's something that I value. So um, that was the second thing. A third thing was, um, and it, everybody's different, you know. <laughs> third thing for me was fashion. You know, mm. I, 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 <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I like a female who's fashionable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I wanted to make sure that she could be fashionable in the setting of a cocktail party, in the setting of, a, you know, a, a, ball or we just going to a barbecue or whatnot like she can hold it down right you know yeah. you know and i think what was the fourth thing i said uh, i had a fourth thing <laughs> oh oh like i needed a female who was 
who I can bring around, you know, like corporate America. Right. But also I can bring around my family in South Park or whatnot. Right. You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I needed her right. to be, you know, versatile. Right. You know, uh, and like I say, once those things were, <coughs> I seen those things and, you know, revived and whatnot then, like, that's that's really what, you know, said it like, man, I, my feelings grew. Right. You know, but those four things for me, mm-hmm. you know, were like big things. Right. You know. Okay. So. But she came with those already. You didn't have she to. She had those already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that was like the core. Mm-hmm. Then there's other levels to it. You mm-hmm. know, there's other stuff like, you know, where she, you know, um, what's another level? Um, just, just little stuff. Right, right, right. Music. Clear, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Taste yeah, of music. It tells you a lot. Right. We like the same movies. Just little stuff that kind of like, but those core things were the things that, you know, it keeps us where we are now, you know, so. So, Darian, what about you? Um, I would say some values for me would be um, conversation, mm-hmm. drive, um, I would say um, empathy, empathetic, mm-hmm. she would have to be empathetic, um, just a strong woman, mm-hmm. I, would, I, like, I like strong woman, mm-hmm. like um, you have to be the type of person to where I know if there was ever to be a situation that you were in, I know you would be able to handle it on your own mm-hmm. because then it would make it easier for a man or a boyfriend to come into a situation and be like, I know you got this, but let me handle this. Right. It's just, it's it's comforting for a man. Mm-hmm. It's definitely comforting for a man to know they have a strong woman by them. So I would say that conversation, drive, um, yeah, like you said, fashion. Yeah. Um, we all, we all like, we all like our, um, the person we're in a relationship, right. we, we like for them to be attractive. <laughs> <laughs> we like for them to be attractive. Right. You know, so that definitely plays a part also. Mm-hmm. Your cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Some people like more sugar than others. <laughs> okay. So let's go into our next question. So do you guys believe in the 50-50 rule in a relationship? That being that you both give 50%, um, whether it be you're having a good day or a bad day, you're always giving your 50%. Do you believe in that? Um, personally, I would say no, mm-hmm. because I just don't think it's always realistic. Right. Just as humans, we all go through certain things, and I think that's the main part of being in a relationship. When I feel like I can't be at my complete 50, mm-hmm. that other person can give their 70, or when I know somebody's at their 20, I can mm-hmm. give my 80. So right. it's important to have balance, mm-hmm. but I don't think it necessarily has to be 50-50 all the time. We all want to be able to give, be 50-50 or even say 100-100. Right. We're giving 100-100, but it's important for you to know that sometimes it's not always going to be that way, realistically. Realistically. I agree. What about yeah. you, Myron? Same here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Everybody got their day. Days. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, ups and downs, but like you said, uh, like those core values, mm-hmm. it brings you back. And it may not necessarily be at the time that you want, but, you know, just got to stick it through. Right. Mm-hmm. So my final question to you all, because we are getting close to wrapping our time. Um, let's go into, um, well, we asked personal values. Y'all have another question that I want to ask you. And I had it here in my notes, so excuse <laughs> the bloopers, okay? All of you who were watching this. So going back into women having high expectations for men, do you believe that men have high expectations for women? Of yes. Course. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I would say they're unrealistic also. Right. But you know what? Yeah. Which is. ones? <laughs> Be Which ones? Be honest. Be completely honest. <laughs> Which ones? We want her toes to be perfect. We want her her think her nails to be taken care of. We want 
her to have her ni hair nice every day we see her. You know, mm. even if we were saying, you know, let's go get something to eat. <laughs> right. But, but check this out. How many times, like, you want to take somebody on a date, you're going to make sure your hair cut, you're going to go get you a fit, you're going to make sure you got some nice shoes, you ain't going to be busted. Right. So, I mean, if you come half-stepping, you think she's going to want to go with you? That's true. I'm sick. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm That's something true. wrong with me. Well, I'll say this. <laughs> I think men and women mm -hmm. have unrealistic right. hopes in a relationship. Right. But if you see that there's definitely a sense of... Um, if you know that there's potential mm -hmm. to be where it needs to be, you'll be willing to work through it for right. sure. As long okay. as you see that it's taking steps to get closer, 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 closer to where it wants to be. Because eventually, none of that's gonna matter. Right. Yeah. Once it gets to the point to where you know that this is the person that you're completely ready to be with mm -hmm. for the rest of your life, all of those high hopes that you have, they just going to win, so. So yeah. question, when dating, is it always expected for men to pay? Because that's a big question women have. <laughs> Like, is it expected for, <laughs> for men to pay? I think, you know, as a man, mm -hmm. you, you kind of want to. You right. know what I mean? Like, that's one of the things that you, like, you know, I'll do it. But I know for me, like, that's another thing that I looked at in the female. Like, if I pay for, you know, two dates, maybe three dates, I want to see if the next date is she going to take care of it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because, I mean, like I said, I didn't want to be the one just giving 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 right and feel like i'm in a relationship to where like you know do you say you want somebody to kind of hold it down what if i ain't got it no more right you know what i mean so okay. those subtle in the beginning stages things that i look for to see if you know would she come out of pocket for me right you know so um it's i think that you know as a man the first date you probably like okay cool but also it can be like whoever initiated it you know mm. did she say hey there's Bush Cosmo movie being played on Friday. You want to go? She inviting you. Right. So that don't mean nothing. Okay. That don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing. I have a question. You know what I mean? That don't mean nothing. You gonna show up? Yeah, but still, if you whoever initiates the invite is like, all right, you know. Right. You gonna you got it? You know. Okay. But it's it's those. So I have a question. I have a question for you. Okay. So in that same situation. If um you are if you are going out on a date mm. and the dude say you're all walking up and say you're going to the movies mm. and a girl pulls out her money or pulls out her card, do y'all ever do that to see if the dude is gonna say you know you know what we got this I'll take care of it. That's what I want to know. Yes. Honest answer. Yes, <laughs> we do. We do. Yeah. Couldn't play with me like we that. Do. <laughs> <laughs> it says a lot. Why does that say the, Why does that say a lot? Because there have been situations where. You know, a lot of times I'll be like, okay, no, nah, it's okay, I got it. Just mm -hmm. because you know that the, if the female is willing to, well, the woman is willing to pay for it, then right. you're like, you know, I'm going to take care of it. It's just knowing that she's willing to do it. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of dudes feel that way, but, I mean, there are times when you're like, okay, well, you want to swipe that card? Go ahead. But mm -hmm. I just wanted to know. <laughs> right. Because there's been situations where there have been like a, a maybe like a five-second delay. Like, you know what? I got this. So I was just wondering. I was curious. Yeah, yeah. I can say for a certain majority of us, yes, that's what we do. Taking notes. Yes. <laughs> Did you let so, do Yeah, a couple times. <laughs> I know wrong with times. Yeah, a couple times. So my uh, next question then is when it comes to the, di the dynamic of your home that you expect to have one day or currently have, is the woman being a breadwinner in your family um, or in your household rather a reason to have a shift in the leadership role in the home. So for men, a lot of times, I'm assuming, money is what kind of defines you. Not necessarily you as a person, but it makes you feel good and secure in your manhood, I'm assuming. Right. So f is it 
an issue when it becomes the woman who is making more than the man. I think that's a blessing. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I think okay. I think most I think most <laughs> men would feel that way, especially okay. if you're not dealing with a prideful man. If you're right. not dealing with a prideful man, then right. it's definitely something and also it's gonna give you more drive. Right. Just to try to match that. Right. In general we wanna try to be able to match that. Mm-hmm. It's not even like it's it should be a competition or be right. like, Okay, who's the breadwinner? It's just wanna be like, you know what? I wanna be able to bring to the table what you bring to the table. Right. And it's inspiring. Right. For me, I think it would be inspiring. Okay, dope. And for others who may not agree, let's speak for those who may be opposing, what do you think that may be a challenge for for them? What is the challenge for them, rather? I know somebody, uh, one of my colleagues, and he said that's a problem. Mm, Interesting. What was his reason? I was like dumbfounded. I was like, what? (laughs) More money? (laughs) Tripping. (laughs) But, you know, uh, to each his own. Right. Um, His thing is, you know, money defines power within a certain background, Mm. you know, and with that authority, if the man loses that and he can't tell her what can and cannot be done, mm. you know, there's some people that still live in that, you know, that air, that mm. mind frame. So, I mean, I just took it as that and moved along. Right. You know, I couldn't relate. Right. But, <laughs> I, but I there are people like something that. Something I would say to him would be that power is meant to be lucrative. Mm. Nobody's meant to have power forever. Right. Mm. So it comes, it goes. And that's just the way power goes in general. So mm. that's something that I would share for him. So even if that's the way that he feels, mm-hmm. just understand that power is never supposed to sit in one situation. So right. if the paradigm shifts sometimes, right. he should just be comfortable with it because that's the way it's supposed to be. Right. For sure, sure. So it goes back to those foundational values and also having the toxic traits that you want to ultimately eliminate when it comes to growing in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So my final question to you guys is, the foundation of the person who you're dating, is it important to you if they come from a two-parent household, if they come from a single-parent ho- household, and how does the relationship differ if that's not the case or if it's different in those cases? Does that make there's, sense? There's different cases with mm-hmm. that. Um, I've had the experience of like dealing with different cases like single mother, mm-hmm. single father, mm-hmm. both parents, mm-hmm. uh, step-parents, real parent. Mm-hmm. Um, the only big challenges that uh, men have to deal with the obstacles that they have to go through for absentee father. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the certain things that we deal with because of the pain that derives from, you know, certain areas in your family. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the best thing to combat that, I would, you know, advise is communication. Mm-hmm. You know having those uncomfortable conversations right. Right. to make right. things more smoother along the house. Because mm-hmm. there is an end goal, you know, within each relationship. And it's like, how much time do you want to spend on nonsense Right. when you can get to something that's a whole lot better? Right. But okay. You know, I mean, I, I, you know, uh, I guess I've been in relationships where, you know, um, there was an absentee father, mm-hmm. you know. And one thing I found out that there's a, a higher dependence Mm-hmm. you know, on you uh, because, you know, dad was not around, right. mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes, you know, the sensi- sensitivity level in regards to a lot of things that may circle around that just issue mm-hmm. is very high, right. you know, um, and so, some stuff is, you know, just things that personally that person needs to, you know, um, basically kind of get therapy on mm-hmm. because it's like they're, they're relying on you to fill a void, right. you know, and as a boyfriend, you know, 
it's some voice that you just can't feel. Right. You know, um, so those can be, you know, an issue, you know, when dealing with that, mm. you know. But I think it also comes like, you know, uh, in that relationship, back to patience and mm. things of that nature. Like, mm. do you want to take on, you know, that that battle with that, you know, because it can be a lot, but it, it can be worked out also. Right. You know. So it's really interesting that answer coming from a male perspective for most women who will be watching this who have encountered that situation because it's different when you tell them or you communicate to them that this is your um, perspective when it comes to the foundational core values that you have, whether it be how you developed as a child in your family, whether it be the toxic traits that you carry, you just want to eliminate them in your faith and things of that sort. So thank you gentlemen so much for joining the conversation today. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you to our live studio audience as well. I appreciate you for being here yet again. <laughs> and if you're engaging with us on Facebook Live, please be sure to comment. Let us know that you are here. And if you're catching the replay on IGTV or YouTube, welcome to the conversation. Let us know what you liked about it, what topics you like to discuss, and things of that sort. We look forward to tuning in with you guys again next week. Have an amazing day. Hey, that was it. That was oh, it.